Special guest, Mike Ford. Yo, 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 Mike Ford, you here? Yeah, yeah, what's going on, King? What's good? What's good? Welcome to Finally Podcasting, kid. Appreciate it. How are you, my brother? What's going on? I'm chilling. I'm here. You know how we do, man. You know, I peeped you. You was um, you was doing uh, the podcast before. What happened with that, man? I mean, it was more so I just I took a small break from it because I kind of wanted everything with, this, you know, the R. Kelly and the Jesse Smollett thing. Kind of mm-hmm. wanted it to die down and, you know, get out of the, the main media or whatever. So that way there's yeah. more stuff to talk about than just R. Kelly and Jesse Smollett, you know? Yeah, and, and you know what's crazy about that? That issue is still going on, and it's been about a month span on it. It's just crazy that, you know, the whole thing is still transpiring, you know, especially right now they have the case where, you know, Jesse Smollett is having 16 counts of a felony, and then R. Kelly is being, like, the pose of, like, jokes on memes and all these other social media accounts. I'm like, damn, you feel me? Exactly. It's crazy, bro. And then what make what makes it worse is the fact that it's like it, it's not it's not white media, you know. It, it's no. black. It's black media that seems to want to help tear down the black man. And it's like, look, I understand. It's, as far as the R. Kelly situation, I understand mm-hmm. what he did was heinous. It was atrocious, mm-hmm. and it, it really is something that should be spoke about and brought to light. But at the same time, don't try to penalize that man for allegations that's over twenty five years old. At the that's you know, right. You know? And with Jesse, is like, man, how I looked at the, the the thing with Jesse was the Chicago PD, they was just trying to get, you know, get somebody. They wanted to make it seem like they actually mm-hmm. do good for their community. They got a new yeah. police chief, so. And especially because, you know, in Chicago right now, we have the whole fiasco where crime rate in Chicago is, like, really a big deal. But I just found, like, damn, 16 felonies for a simple lie, a publicity stunt? That's a little bit old. And, and it's, not, it's not even 16 felonies. It's 16 of the same charge. They're charged <laughs> like, over and over and over again. Yeah. For the same thing. 16 counts of, of disorderly conduct. And, right. and it's, like, it's like, how can you charge a man 16 times? For the same thing. All right, he lied. I get it. Cool. Yeah. But it's a lie. You know how many white girls and, and, and white and, all the time. Like, you decide up there, and you know, and you know for a fact the Carolyn Bryan, the one that got in trouble for the the whole thing with um, what's his name? Um, back in what's his name? Damn, what's the kid that got beat up by the white mob? Oh, oh, Emmett Till. Emmett Till. Emmett Till. She lied, and then it's like she admitted she lied, and then the crazy. About that is, it's like she gets no charges on that for no nothing. No. She died. She's dead. So she's dead. She, but she just the fact that she stuff. took that with her until she was older, to then to just be like, yeah, I lied. So I definitely lied on that nigga. And then I sat there, it was just like, yeah, I definitely, definitely did not, you know, try to, you know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah, crazy. Right. You, you're absolutely right about that because I be peeping a lot of bullshit. But you know, like that's. That's what it's like in Hollywood, the entertainment. But I was saying with the R. Kelly situation, I think I wrote it a couple of times back. What I thought about it was, and we're going to get into the episode shortly. Um, what I thought about it was, is that, you know, it was a public lynching. And our people willfully took part in watching that man get demolished by Gail King. Exactly. 
they so laughed I, about it. They made and videos. laughed about it, made videos, memes, and I was just like, you know, you people don't get it at all. You feel what I'm saying? But it's crazy. But, you know, I know you, you know what I'm saying? I know you're going to dive back into the podcast or whatever. I suggest you just yeah. keep going at it. You feel what I'm saying? Okay. Like, I'm definitely, uh, episode will probably be coming out shortly, but. Right, yeah, cool. It's not about my podcast. It's about you. Nah, I mean, nah, but you know, I'm, I still promote out here. So, you know, just tell us real quick. You know, when you get it up and running, what's the name of your podcast, first of all? Uh, well, there's actually a couple episodes out. I do have a couple episodes out. I just don't got, like, a, a main page. Yeah, right now. Okay. I don't okay. Have, like, a main page where I'm promoting it from. But my, my podcast is called the Funny Book Facts Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're just, I'm just out there trying to give good commentary some mm-hmm. jokes make you laugh you know and hopefully have you agree with me that's why i call it funny but facts because we're gonna laugh but at the end of the day you're gonna say facts i try to do i try to just do facts but it, okay. it's, there's a couple episodes out you know uh I de- i'll definitely uh have a page up and running for it soon it's just now is not the, the right timing for it you know mm-hmm. every, you know every, a lot of things is going on i'm trying to get I mean, yeah, you take your time with it, and then it, it comes out. I, bro, listen, once you get there, and this is true for everybody who's listening to this podcast, I'm about 20 episodes in. I had a lot of fails, uh, you know, runs and this, that, and the third, so I can only tell you, you know, just keep going at it, and, you know, it's going to be all right. You feel what I'm saying? So that, that's just how it is, but, you know. You've been you you've been you've been talking about your podcast for a good minute before you had started it, so I'm yeah. glad that you got it off the ground. Thank you. I, I was real happy to see that. Appreciate it. Same to you, bro, when you started up. So, you know, basically, you know, on the show, I mean, you're kind of like my first guest. So, I, I mean, Mike Ford, just give us like a, you know, repertoire of like, you know, what you do, because I know you do music. That's the reason I know you. So, you know, just tell me a little bit, like, tell tell the people, like, you know, what you do, like, what's your whole spiel? You know what I'm saying? You repping the BX. That's my, that's where I was born, son. You know what I'm saying? Born Pelham Hospital. Yeah, out here. So, you know, just tell us, give us a little frontal view, like, what you do. All right, all right. Well, as you, as you said, my name is Mike Ford. I'm a rapper, singer, songwriter. Mm-hmm. Anything that involves music, I am. I'm mm-hmm. repping Uptown Bronx, New York, born and raised. That's that's my home. I love it to death. Uh, you know, I'm I'm just the type of guy where it's like, man, I'm, I don't like to be put in one box. So, right. if, you, if you listen to my music, don't expect to hear the typical... That none of that. We I don't do that. I don't. I don't. I've never been that kind of guy. I, oh, like I, the mumble rap. Yeah, I've never been the mumble rapper type. Like, don't get me wrong. No, I'm the, type of the guy who's versatile. If you need me to do a mumble rap verse, I'll put a mumble rap verse. But it's gonna be the most fire mumble rap you've ever heard because right. I'm a, I, I I like perfecting my craft. I feel like the more you, the more I I write, the more I I get creative, the better I, I'm becoming at being an artist, not a rapper, an artist. And that's what I feel like separates me from a lot of other people. I actually care about being an artist first. Mm-hmm. And of course, because I mean, the, the way that I was viewed in this society, maybe you can confirm with it. Because I think when you post stuff on Facebook, I just be like, funny, but facts. So you know what I'm saying, ironically. But you know, I think in this generation of music, the Gen Z kids is the main voice. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I think with the music that's out now, it's not about trying to per craft what makes you different from everybody else in the industry it's about trying to come on with trends and all this fuck shit you feel what i'm saying like i keep it real like anybody who acts as blaze like you know what i'm saying and people know me also you know what i'm saying like i i do music as well you know what i'm saying it's been a while since i came out with a mixtape my last one was in 2012 but like 
still, you know what I'm saying? But with the artists that's out now, it's just like, you know, what are you doing? Are you doing stuff for gimmicks or are you actually doing stuff to be an artist? And that's what that's where you draw the line. That's what most of these guys are now. They're 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 gimmick they're gimmicks. You feel me? They they're, yeah. they're there for the moment, and every everything is hot for the moment. That's why I respect J Cole so much because even he says it himself. Like, look, all of you, what what you doing now may be cool for the time being, but yo, in five years you are gonna be on loving hip hop, bro. <laughs> ain't, nobody, ain't nobody gonna remember you in five years, and that's a fact. Don't get me wrong. There's a there's a there's a couple there's a handful of rappers who who do the mumble rap that's gonna that's gonna survive. Rappers Michael. like 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 Lil Durk, uh, um, Lil Pump. I feel like he he's gonna be one of those guys who fuck he, no. Like like no, I, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. He's trash. He's trash. But I feel like he's one of those guys who's gonna who's who has a so strong of a fan base that he's going yeah. to continuously sell no matter what he puts out. Okay. I don't know who who's the management team team behind him, but every time you see it, it's like Lil Pump is leading it. Now I think if Triple X Tentacion didn't pass away, yeah, him too. He, it's he possible he could have came out with mad catalogs because, like, how you and I think, we think very versatile. So even with artists like that, you know what I'm saying? I did address this on my podcast episode. Like, I feel like there's a generation gap between early '90s children and late '90s. Late you know what I'm saying? See, I, so I, I think. Like that. No, I yeah, and I you know what I'm saying because even now having a discussion, I feel like the brink is 1990 to at least 1994, 1995, or 1995 to 1999 is the verses in that. You feel what I'm saying? So our taste on music is really dignified, but like yo, early 90s kids feel this way, which technically would be considered the old heads, and then the late 90s kids, like 1995, 1999, we think like yo, they on some fuck shit. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like. I think I think, that's more, I think that's more so because I, we we got to experience like well I'm I'm gonna be real myself I didn't start listening to, to real hip hop until about maybe I was maybe eleven twelve because mm-hmm. I was one of those kids who whose mother always played the gospel the soul oh yeah and stuff like oh, that yeah. so I grew up around R and B more than anything that's why I always tell people and always let people know yeah you may hear me rap a lot. But I'm always, I'm always to my heart a singer. I've always been a singer. Right. But I feel like because, like, yeah, there's a '90s to like '94, '95ish. I feel like because we got in our time frame, we got rappers like Ice Cube and N.W.A. and and Biggie early on. You know, because Biggie, uh, Ready to Die came out in '94, so we got right. we got the Tupacs and the Biggies early before a lot of before a lot of these kids have. You feel right. me? Like. And they was raised on, like, you know, like, not to interrupt you, but, like, you know, they raised, like, 98, 99 kids raised on, like, Dipset and yeah, exactly. stuff. Whereas we raised on, like, okay, we got Tupac, Biggie. My favorite is Guru from um, him and DJ Premier. Like, that's one of my favorite, like, rappers. You feel what I'm saying? Nice. Yeah, Guru, man. Like, I tell you that for sure. But, you know, we had a lot of... And then you have to think about this, too. The early 90s... With the early 90s, they had a lot of experimental sound. So you had, you literally could tell the difference between music that came from New York, music that came from Atlanta, maybe Baltimore, Chicago, and then like the West Coast, because everybody had their own flavor. That's a, especially especially the, the, the East Coast, West Coast rap. Like, right. If we talk about 90s rap, we, we're going to leave the South out of it for a small portion. Like 90 to like maybe 96, 97. 
catch all night from 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 nineteen ninety to the moment Pac and Biggie died. Catch mm-hmm. all East Coast West Coast. That's when is the main thing. Yeah, yeah, that's distinctive. That's when you know what kind of song you're listening to. Right. If you hear if you hear the boom bat boom 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 bat, you know you're listening to an East Coast song. But right. if you hear that little you know the little the little cool <laughs> bass line and that, you know you're listening to a West Coast song. And truthfully, even being a New York dude myself, mm-hmm. I'm more of a fan of West Coast music than anything. Like, even Biggie's my favorite rapper of all time, hands right. down. Right. You know, Jay-Z comes second as a live, but Biggie's my favorite rapper. Right. So when you hear my music, you're going to hear the emulation of, of Notorious B.I.G. You're going to hear it in my voice because I feel like I am him. You feel me? Fat, black, and ugly as ever. I live. That's my motto. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? That's my motto. But when it comes to a genre, a select genre of hip hop, West Coast music is hands down probably the best sound, mm-hmm. uh, best lyrically, best storytelling. West Coast music has it, even okay. to this day. Okay. Well, I mean, this generation is weird with West Coast rap because, again, like, you know, the, the pioneers right now that we're seeing on the brink is like Blueface. And then it's just like, um, you know, you still got your Kendrick Lamar, you know what I'm saying, out there, his whole team. So, you know, it's always, I've always been fascinated by West Coast rap because I think the mannerisms is like, nah, we out here, we straight hardcore. And then, you know, all this yeah, stuff. You know. So you people, you like, oh, we're all right. So, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, in New York, like, we different. We just like, nah, we gully out here. But, you know, you say Jay-Z for me is Big L. Like, not my favorite rapper, but I don't really have a favorite rapper. But I just feel like, you know, I like Big L course because you rep Harlem. I'm a Harlemite to the core. And, 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 and nobody blaming you for that, brother. You know what I'm saying? We, a, but at the end of the day, you know, it's Uptown Division. So, you know, yeah, Uptown at the end of the day, because as a Harlem dude, like, yo, Bronx is like the home. You feel what I'm saying? Cross the bridge. I'm right there. You feel what I'm saying? So, I definitely, you know what I'm saying? I definitely understand your position when it comes to hip-hop with that. I mean, I the West Coast thing, I definitely can feel you on. I just like 90s music in general right now only because it was so much experiments that they did across the country so that whole thing they experiment with sounds and different things i take it all in and i'm like all right cool now we could craft it into something you feel what i'm saying a lot of stuff has been born out of that and I, and honestly i feel like the the level of production like like the producers from the 90s and everything they they knew what it was like they knew where when they seen this guy spit or whatever that he's gonna be something. They didn't right. just work with everybody. You know, right. Today's producers, they kind of will work with anybody if the bag is right. Yeah. And that's and that's what's doing in hip hop. I want to get at yeah. Tell me more about that because I wanted to get in that uh, get into that with you. Yeah. That the the ruining of hip hop. I feel like it. You can say it starts with the the level of expertise in it. Where mm-hmm. you know there's not there, there's nobody's really that good anymore. You have your J. Cole's, your Kendrick's, your Chances, your Drake's, your Big Sean's. You have all those. You feel me? Pusha T's, Meeks, and all that. You have those, but then the majority of the people that's running hip hop are niggas like Blueface and and Lil Pump and Yachty and all these niggas. They the ones running hip hop while the 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 top level, the top echelon rappers are the ones who's kind of playing, has to play the backfield to them. And, and to me, it's that all starts with the producers. Because the producers are seamlessly the ones who say, who, who, who say whether or not a person has it. 
And when everybody goes in the studio and just lays the most mediocre mediocre uh, verses down, and you pump it like it's hot, you're not really doing the justice to hip hop either. All you in it for is, is for the money. And that's and, the sad part about it. Yeah. And, and, and when you say that, because the thing that I think about is because this is this. I've said this before. I said that now a lot of the times when you have these these people out here that do this music, I call them garage band niggas. I call them garage band niggas for the simple fact that matter you used to. We all know back in high school. Some nigga had a Mac or something like that. So we used to just be like, yo, let's go over to our man's house. We about to go to the stool. We about to go to the stool. So I had like a mic from, um, what you call it, from Best Buy or some shit. And they'd be like, yo, let's lay some verses down. And I feel like we would just play around with it, but it'd just be like, all right, whatever. We put out some reeky dink tape on that piff or some shit like that. But, you know, I agree with you on that. And when you say producers, I'm like, you know, now the beat quality isn't even nice now to me. I, I feel like if I feel like the, the beat qualities are better today because because of the internet because there's you can find more drum loops and and, and and sound packs online than you could back in the day back in the day you literally had to yeah listen to a record and find the loop that you want find the baseline you want and then work from that way now everything is so so accessible that Production is actually better in today's day and age. It's the quality of rapper that nobody is that nobody seems to want to work on, and that's the, that's where is where I feel like it's the the gray area, if anything, because oh. I feel like the producers have the they they have the voice where they can simply say, you know what, I'm we're not working with these type of artists anymore, right? And and the oh. rappers have to understand they have to get better in their craft. That is true. When I'm saying about the, the, the beat quality to me is kind of like offish is because the fact of the matter now there's a consistent standard of like what beat is hot now. And everybody tries to say that all this 808 shit comes from Atlanta. And I'm like, no, if you're really smart, the TR-808 was in the 80s. They was already using TR-808s in the 80s. The fact of the matter is what those things is. First of all, if you listen to 80s music in general, a lot of people talk about that sing rap shit. Like, that was already in the 80s. But the thing about it is in the 80s, it was not enjoyable. You literally can have someone that can sing and they sing like crap. <laughs> I'll tell you, bro. Definitely. And I think about it like, um, what's his name? Damn. Damn, why did I forget his name? Um, one of the 80s singers, he was like, um, no, one of the rappers. I forgot his name. But he was like, he had a song called I'll Be Square Mall. That was in Brooklyn. You feel what I'm saying? Um, Fat boy. Why the fuck I keep forgetting his name? You know who I'm talking about, right? Uh, What's his name? Heavy D? Nah, bro. You said nah, fat, bro. Boy, fat boy, fat boy. Biz, Biz Marquee. That's who oh, oh, all right, Biz, Biz, Biz. So Biz Marquee, he had a song in the 80s called I'm Be At The I'll Be Square Mall. And the thing about it is, if you hear the shorty singing it, she sounds bad. And it's like, a lot of, you had MC Shan. That sat up there and had a love song to some shorty. He rapped and he sang it. So the thing about it is a lot of people talk about this whole thing with TR-808s, but a lot of people don't understand, like, that's been out before Atlanta crafted that sound and they did something with it. And if you think about Atlanta music, a lot of people don't understand that crafted from another place, which was Mississippi, and in other places in the South where they sat up there and was just like, we're going to make this a golden sound for Atlanta. Then, of course, Jermaine Dupri, Usher, Monica and the rest of them that was out of Atlanta. And then, of course, you know, you had the head ringleaders, Outkast. 
who then was just like, yo, this is our sound. This is Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Give us much love. You feel what I'm saying? That's a fact. I feel like Atlanta, Atlanta's, Atlantians need to give more credit to Outkast. My fault. I yeah. didn't cut you off. Continue. I just, I just have to throw that out there. <laughs> no, no, I, I agree with Way you more credit to Outkast. Because if it wasn't for Outkast, putting out the songs that they put out and having that moment at the Source Awards, mm-hmm. Atlanta probably would have been a blip on the map as far as hip-hop goes. They wouldn't get much credit. And and it just be like, whatever. Because Migos, I mean, to honestly, to me, Migos would have to give credit to exactly who you're talking about. Migos would have to, because there's no way. They said that they were the trailblazers for Atlanta rap, to me. No, definitely. And and, and when you hear when you hear them talk about how they're the best group ever and they, everything, I'm just like, dude, y'all need to humble yourselves. Facts. That rise to the top was great, but that fall is going to be even worse. So if I was y'all, humble yourselves because people got to understand this 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 generation of mumble rap is only a phase, especially mm-hmm. because people are starting to want real rap back. Yep. People are starting to want the J. Coles and everything to be the mainstream rappers now. So y'all going to have y'all little run. It's going to be fun and everything, but I doubt 20, 30 years down the line, people going to want to go to your concerts. So I hope they saving all of this money because their, their future money ain't looking too good. It's not. And and I think also when you say that, I think it's about the fact and matter. A lot of this stuff is ego driven. So with it being ego driven, it's just the fact and matter. Well, look, listen, my nigga, I got all the cars, the jewels, the bitches, this, that, and the third, nigga, I'm winning. You feel what I'm saying? But it's like at the end of the day, like, okay, hip hop, what was it? Hip hop got crowned the number one genre of music like last year, right? I believe so. It was it got crowned. Yeah, the year that, you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, but why is that? Because you have a lot of dudes out here that don't rap about shit. And honestly, if you think about it, they're not really even rapping. They're pri- primarily sing rapping. Exactly. That's not the same thing as rapping. And that's why I say also, and maybe you could give your, your perspective on this. I just think that there needs to be a subcategory to what they define as rap music. Because a lot of times now, you get in a lot of these people you define as rappers who are not rappers. One of them was, um, not Rich Homie Quan, I'm sorry, Ty Dolla Signs. Somebody was saying he's a rapper. I'm like, nah, he's he, not. He's, he's a singer. He's a singer, but people call him a rapper. And, and, and that needs to, that's what, just like you said, there needs to be a clarification. And I feel like the clarification needs to be hip-hop and rap. And, and mm-hmm. we, we need to separate the two. We can't keep them together because hip-hop is, a, is literally a culture. Hip-hop is a, is, a, is a lifestyle. I don't, I'm not just a hip-hop artist. I live hip-hop this is this is my life but today these niggas this is rap is a phase because now everybody wants to rap i've seen more people wanting to rap in the last five years than i have in my entire 10 of doing it and that's and that's the shame in in 10 years i've only met about a good handful of rappers who actually who actually love their craft and Mm -hmm. have been doing it for 10 plus years and are still doing it today Right. It should it should never be a case where where rap has has esca- has elevated so high where every two out of five people are rappers. Excuse <laughs> me, not, not, I'm not even gonna say five because that's 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 still that's too little percentage. Yeah. Two every two out of four people are rappers. Fifty percent of every everybody in America raps of some sort, whether you're white, black. Blue, right. green, or yellow. You there is somebody who raps, and that's the problem. Rap shouldn't be something that everybody can do. This right. is 
this, this I was thinking I was I was like brainstorming about this a couple a couple weeks ago because I had honestly wanted to talk about it on my podcast as well. But I'm glad mm-hmm. I, it's getting it out now. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we have to start holding rappers accountable for the the things and and the, the, the time they put into being a rapper. Not everybody should be able to do this. Hip hop is something that was founded on the on the, the 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 foundation of being a creative person. Whether whether you DJed, whether you break dance, pop lock, with or whether you MC'd. Right. It wasn't for everybody. And everybody knew they weren't a rapper. Everybody knew they weren't an MC, excuse me. Nowadays people want to be the producer. The engineer, the rapper, the the director for the video, the choreographer, and it's just like, bro, you can't have all of those jobs at once. You gotta pick something and perfect it so that way you can be the best at it. That's, I agree. I, I that's ironic you say that because now I kind of just want to get into your frontal view with it and your experiences because I think like with me, it's like I try to aim so high. When I went to college, you know, we met through, you know, SI or whatever. Yeah, yeah, shout out SI. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to SI. Um, and the thing about it was, it's like when you actually start being in a studio, and it wasn't a mock studio that we had at school. It was like an actual studio. Like uh, they had a whole entire console. You put in the mics. They have the phantom power, this, that, and the third. I, all, I know a lot of these terminologies, but I was just like, yo, you got to be real with yourself. You going how how does that person feels when they mastering your tracks and they putting down the vocals and the and the and and everything and then they doing it on Pro Tools, bro? You'll sit there and you'll be like, oh shit, I don't think I'm really cut out for this. You feel what I'm saying? It's not just my thing. And then patch bays, putting in different cables. A lot of people don't know this stuff. You feel what I'm saying? I'm knowledgeable, so I know a lot about it. But I mean, like, so many people try to fill in so many shoes that they think they could fill in, and I'm like, it kind of does help that YouTube is out. And they have the people in there that take the time to put out the content, but be really real with yourself. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people can't fill in those shoes. You have a lot of people out here that don't have tolerance for producing. They just naturally can't produce beats. Am I then, are you then going to be like, nah, I'm a producer. Like, nah, do you know how much time it takes to produce beats, bro? And you, when you, when you think about it, it's like a lot of people try to fill in so many shoes, but I think you're right about, you know, being an artist, because like me, like I still call myself an artist. Like I'm like, yo, I love freestyling. I forget my last mixtape was 2012. And then it's like I still produce beats at the moment. You know what I'm saying? And it that takes makes you an artist thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That makes me an artist. But you know, you have a lot of people out there that talk about, yo, I rap and this, that, and the third. I've been in conversations with dudes, they can't even freestyle. I'm like, so you don't define, you find yourself as a rapper, a hip hop artist, what do you define yourself as? Because even me, if I sit here and I say, yo, I'm an artist, people just be like, oh, yeah, yeah, so you rap. You know what I'm saying? Because the attitude starts coming into yeah, it. Exactly. I'd be like, but yo, I dead ass could freestyle. Like, there's nothing you could tell me. You feel what I'm saying? Everybody could tell me I'm talented. I'm, I don't sit here and say nothing. Maybe like, yo, Blaze is talented. So I, I can't get mad, bro. Like, it is what it is. I'm just talented. This is my craft. And it takes away from, like, what we do, like you and I do, because it's just, like, a lot of people just be like, oh, yeah, he's just a rapper. But nobody's going to take the time to realize, yo, he got some shit that he could say. Like, son got bars, and he could sing, and he's talented. So, you know, I just wanted to know your perspective on that as being an independent artist as such as yourself, because it's just, like, crazy for me, because I feel like, you know, we're paid attention to, but we're not paid attention to unless we're doing some fuck shit. The, yeah, the regular everyday running the mill. Well, how I, how I, how I 
got started was it was through a, a program in high school, the same way uh, SI got started through the Sobro program in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had uh, uh, you know somebody who was who who was around during the biggie the biggie era of bad boy who was in the bad boy uh offices and in and you know in places with these big name rappers that we that we idolize as hip hop artists you know like Mason and everything he was in the room with them a lot and all that so right. he so his expectations of of what rap was was so high that there was that the bar was set to an astronomical level that we had to reach that bar in order to call ourselves hip hop artists. So, okay. you know, time went on. Now, and now this I ain't gonna lie, this is kind of what made me really take myself serious. When the when the first time somebody told me, yo, you're whack. When <laughs> when somebody tells you you're whack at, and, and it's at something that you love, it turn oh. it, it turns on a switch. It hits you like, oh what? Like it turns on a switch. And the one thing that I respect, I respected uh, my my guy John. I'm I'm, I'm gonna tell you his name. His, his name John. Bless her. Whatever. If you know, if you've heard of his name before, or whatever. He that's my guy. The reason why I respect him to this day is because he would never sugarcoat it. If you if you if you if you was trash, he gonna tell you your verse was trash, and he gonna he gonna tell you go rewrite that. If you if you can't sing, he gonna tell you you can't sing. That's kind of why I perfect I, I perfected everything that I. I have perfected now because he used to tell me, yo, you can't do it. And the one thing about me is I don't like when people tell me I can't do something. Because right. that that just that fuels me even more. It's like, oh, I can't? All right, well, I'm gonna do it anyway now because you told me I can't. I've always <laughs> been that person. Right. But, um, you know, so time progresses. I I get better with my raps. I, I focus more on hip hop than than you know, singing and everything. So rapping takes over my life at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went through a couple um competitions during my uh during that year. We, me and my um homie, actually won the biggest competition in New York City for high school musical talent. Ooh, and, in two thousand nine. So, I I always hold that near dear to my heart because it's like, dude, we was in front of people we don't know. We was in a whole different borough that wasn't rocking with us, right. and we still came in there. We shut it down. Right. That's why. That's why I tell people I'm an artist, bro. From the stage to the to the booth, everything is professional for me. Like I don't right. I don't go in there and play around. This is serious, mm-hmm. and and I feel like that's where a lot of people mess. They they take it for granted. They don't realize how serious this is. When you no, it's it's a lot, and and I can't I can't say to myself like, well, I mean, I could say that I was in a professional studio, but never to the point like, I've really, you know, paid money. To like record my shit. Like, I'll be honest, I'm like, yo, I recorded everything on my own. Like, I ain't gonna lie about it. But the thing about it is, I haven't performed like that. Like, I performed before, I performed like one song in eighth grade. And yo, I ain't gonna lie, I choked. So, my experiences with rap. One at this point. Well, when it comes <laughs> to that. It's... And it was just like, I, but you know what I'm saying? I still had to finish that verse though. You feel what I'm saying? Even yeah. now, like, you know. What's great about in this city as well, besides the open mics and all this other stuff, you really got places where you could just freestyle on top of your dome. If you right. can't freestyle, get the fuck out the circle, bro. You don't belong. See, I'm not I'm not a freestyler. And and I and I'll admit that I'll admit that with my hand on the Bible. But the one the one thing I am 
is if mm-hmm. I write a verse and I write a fire verse, best believe I'll remember that verse in one day. So I'll spit it, I'll spit it like in a way where you'll be like, damn, is he really freestyling that? And, that, <laughs> and that's the difference between somebody who perfects their craft and just does it just to do it. You feel me? There are people like you who can just freestyle the top of the dome and everything they say is fire. But then there's mm-hmm. people who can't, who just got great memory and can remember, remember what they wrote. And I'm one of those people. I just remember what I write and I can spit it to with perfection that people will be like, yo, he must be freestyling. Right. And and you you know what? And that's the most important thing because like you said earlier, you said hip hop is a culture. And with hip hop being a culture, I think to just piggyback off of like what you said, the 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 it's like school. You know, each time, each grade, you're learning more. So even with you being an artist and me being an artist, we both are taking time to perfect what we're learning so that when we graduate enough and when we start showcasing our talents to the world, everybody's just like, okay, yo, like, dude got something to say. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, he learned everything he needed to learn from step one, grade one, all the way to the graduate school, if you really want to be technical, you know what I'm saying? And you know, I, I, I just, I like to get that out there. Cause I mean, we're both New Yorkers, we're both New York artists. So it's just like, you know, we see the things that's going on. And I mean, I was having this discussion with someone too. I was feeling like sometimes, you know, a lot of people say that New York artists dick ride artists from Atlanta. They, they, they definitely like, do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I want to be like, nah, nah, that ain't true. But I'd be like, nah, it is kind of but, but see, even as much as you want to try to find somewhere where you could be like, nah, nah, that's not true, you got to start looking at all the artists that came out of New York in the last five years and how they did it. And, uh, aside from people like Cardi B, who who you can unequivocally hear she is from New York when she raps, mm-hmm. a lot of people you can't hear. That's why I, I fuck with people like Casanova two-time and, and Cardi B and 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 rap even 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 though he's he's incarcerated right now, Bobby Schmurder to a point because yo they're unapologetically New York sure. and I love it, I right. love it. Casanova two time, Casanova two time. My just to, just to, uh, wrap up my thought. Casanova two time is probably the one of the best. Well, I'm not going one of. He's probably the, the the best New York artist out right now because he is unequivocally him. He's unapologetically him, and he's unapologetically New York, and I love it. Okay. Well, I, I haven't honestly listened to his music too tough. I just remember casting over two times coming out because of him having, you know, beef with Takashi. Yeah. And the thing about it is, I think a lot of people talk about New Yorkers, New York artists dick ride Atlanta because of the fact of the matter we use trap beats too. But I was having a discussion again. I'm like, you could tell the difference between I can't rap on a future beat. Even if I was doing that trap shit, I can't rap on a future beat. I just think, like, as a New York artist, there's a certain way when we produce trap music and how we do trap music, we still give it that New York element. So, like, even if you want to say, like, yo, y'all dick ride Atlanta, but, like, Atlanta niggas that ass rap different. You feel what I'm saying? When you're from New York, like, there's a certain way we do trap music that's just like, yo, like, we still New Yorkers. You feel what I'm saying? But of course, you still have New York artists that that has dick rate, dick ride dudes from Atlanta. You feel what I'm saying? But that's and, majority of it, the bigger name artists, like the ones that people talk about coming out of New York, those are the ones who's really with the whole overly saturated auto tunes, and then the 
the even with the the speech sounding like they're from the south. It, it, it just, uh, Jay Critch is is that somebody? I don't know if, if I'm saying it right, but Jay Critch, he's one of those dudes. When I, when I heard his verse, mm-hmm. I was like, yo, he's from New York, because it, it didn't sound like it. Like he, the way every, all of his all his enunciation, the way he says certain words, I'm like, bro, I don't know no New Yorker that talks like that. No. I don't. I have not heard. I don't, I've never met a New Yorker that talks like that. But for some reason, people consider him one of those artists that everybody should watch out for. And it's like, dude, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> no, and it's like too experimental. Because then it was even talking about like ASAP Rocky and about how like ASAP Rocky has that type of wave. And I'm like, eh, you know, because he had the whole thing in Houston back in 2011. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, you know the. Uh, the chopped and screw drink. That chopped and screw shit. And I was just like, it's cool. But then it's just like, you really think about it. First of all, he's from Harlem. So I'm like, nah, you know how Harlem dudes be, bro. Like, we... Harlem nah. they own sand. Harlem you know they own sand. Like, we don't do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? We don't jack that. That's not our thing. You feel what I'm saying? You got to know the rules. But I mean, like, if you want to be experimental with your joint, no problem. Music has always been experimental. But I, I just feel like you know, it's certain ways that New Yorkers just have that it's just uncanny with other artists, even in today's age of music. You know, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, you know, I, I mean, I understand that. I mean, for you, obviously, you know, you still want that authentic New York flavor. I, I am, I am unapologetically New York. There's, of course. From, from, the, from the words that I say to the, to the, the type of beats that I choose, I am unapologetically a New Yorker. I I can't change it up for anybody. You can't even even, even though my my roots are deeply embedded in the South. Mm-hmm. I can't change it up. I can't change being a New Yorker for anybody. No, no matter what, bro. Like it's too hard to change being a New Yorker. I don't. That's why I don't get how a lot of these dudes literally oversaturate themselves with auto tunes. It's like, bro. I, I'm not saying don't use the auto tune. Use a little bit. Be a New Yorker. That's what separates us from everybody. We right. we our own selves. But people want to people want to pop. They don't want to. They don't want to. You know, go for the long haul. They want the immediate. Yo, I got this money right now, and that's cool for a lot of niggas. I'm not content with the right now money. I'm content with knowing that, you know, the money may not come right when I want it, but it's gonna come. Right, and that's. That's definitely how you're supposed to treat it. And the thing about it is, I think what a lot of us have to learn is leaving the legacy, leaving the mark. You know what I'm saying? Niggas don't want legacy. Don't leave the mark, it's just like you it's one of those everyday niggas. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And it's, that's what I mean. Because every time you go on Instagram, they have these dudes out here that be like, oh, rap culture, the trap culture. And it just be some random ass like dude that just be like, oh, I rap. The fuck you mean you rap? What the hell is this? Every, every day there's a new rapper. And and that's not even an exaggeration. Every day there's a new rapper that comes out, and it's to the point where it's like, bro, I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need either for rappers to stop coming out or people to give us better music because I can't deal with every day there's a new rapper that I gotta learn. Young fucking battery acid, like who, like who are these? People? <laughs> every day there's a new rapper with a crazy ass name. Name. I just seen a name called Marshmallow without the W, and I'm like, "Yo, who is that?" But yes, they got a song, Young Devil. You see what I mean? The, the names are getting crazier, so you know yeah. the music is getting dumber. And some dude named the Baby that's from like the South. But see, see, this, this, this—that's my my thing about the Baby is 
he I seen a post today. Somebody said the baby is kind of the perfect mix of mumble rap and real hip hop. And if you really no. listen to him, he is. I disagree. He, he is the perfect, I disagree. Like the perfect but he's the perfect blend. I disagree. This whole entire content, bro. I've been watching his videos. I'll tell you why I disagree. I've been watching his content for a while. The thing about it is that his first appearance was actually in a Jay-Z video with Keys, right? And then after that, you know, they promoted him. They was like, yeah, you're going to be, you know, you're going to blow up. When I listened to his music and when I seen the content, the video was just like awfully the same. It was just like, I try to respect it. I try to, maybe the cadence was on point. I give him a little bit for the cadence. I guess I'm the old head because I'm just like, the content gets to me. You have this video of this dude just being like, yo, shut up, get bitches, smoke weed. And then it's just like a video of some shorty giving him head. And then he's just going on this whole entire like swerving the car, like whoop, whoop. And I'm just like, you know, like, I can't, I can't really get with it. You feel what I'm saying? Like, maybe it's just me, but I'm that's why I felt like I disagree. Cause I was just like, I don't know what real hip hop you're talking about. Cause I know dudes in the South, they got something about them that's just like, yo, you know what I'm saying? But I, I think it was I think it was probably more so uh, a bad choice of words then. I don't think yeah. not all right, let me let me rephrase. Not real hip hop, but uh, enough of the the hip hop that niggas like us fuck with, like it, it's just it's just a perfect amount. Like you know, like it's that it's that how like for layman's terms, it's that nigga shit that we love with just the right amount of of like real shit. You know, so that's why I feel like he he's not as bad as an artist as a lot of other rappers in today's day and age. Are. Like he's not he's not as bad as an artist as Six Nine. Excuse me, rapper. He's not as bad as a rapper as Six Nine is. Six Nine, all Six Nine literally does is yell and tell people to suck his dick. <laughs> the, the, ba- the baby, the baby. At least he's saying something a little bit. It Love. may not be. It may not be a lot of, of of substance in what he's saying, but it's enough, and and that's what I respect. Okay. Cause I, that's why I had to say it's like you know, especially you're right about that. Cause I'm like, especially with with Takashi. This is another thing that I that 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 we see is like artists is just like damn how are we gonna tackle this, you know that you know the game culture is still relative to our music, but the weird thing about this generation is they mix in Bloods with Crips, yep. so it's like, yo, with, especially Takashi, one minute you got a blood flag, next thing you got a green flag, you got a yellow flag, you got a blue flag. I'm like, which side are you playing he's, on? He's, he's everything. He he. He's one of those niggas who's a Crip Bloods, Latin King, fucking Trinitario. He's he's everything. Everything, right? But but see, gang culture, I feel, I I don't I don't I'm not gonna say he's gonna die, but it's gonna die out in hip hop very soon because people are starting to see, yo, it's really corny. It is because you're playing. We got people playing both sides. We got we got it it. It's getting to the point where it's like, all right, this gang shit is not even cool anymore. Nah, it's not. So it's, it's, it's all about like, weird old shit because now yeah. you got the niggas with guns and they're just like regular okie dokie. Oh, I just got off the school bus from high school type of dudes. Like definitely, it, it's the the kids who's running hip hop now are the kids who come from two two parent homes that that live in in the best of cul de sacs that that have. <laughs> Three level houses and two car garages that want to be gangster. I don't get it. Like CB four living, bro. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, I'm like, I'm like, dude. I'm I'm from the projects of the of the Bronx, New York, bro. I grew, right. I grew up in the projects, bro. And you want to talk about 
that you gonna talk about? You got this nice ass house with a basement, a top and level. Third, how dare and you? you? And you want to shoot guns, dude? What guns? Like, thanks, bro. You come from the projects. I come from the, the regular old apartments out in Harlem, son. Like moving around from the Bronx into Harlem. So it's like when you talk about the gang culture, you know nothing about that. Like really new like dudes that was trying to stick me up for my sweater like back in high school bro like you know nothing like, about that, that, that's why i'll be looking at these niggas i'll be like yo so these the gangsters serious real gangsters yeah real ones bro i'm not phased by none of these not these rainbow head niggas who who they just want to talk tough for the grand but and have all these dreads because they beefing on instagram with another dude I snatch a chain if I see you. And then when and nine out of ten, they're in the same spots together all the time. The time. That that be the killer. A lot of a lot of these dudes be in the same venues with these niggas and mm-hmm. don't pop. Don't do nothing. They just stay in their little areas. Hip hop, mm-hmm. excuse me. Rap is 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 straight gimmicks. That's all it is. We're gonna talk tough for we're gonna talk tough to each other. We're going to pretend like we're going to kill each other. And when we see each other, we're just going to say what up to each other and walk by. And that's it. That's it. And that's, and that's why I'm like, man, if that if that's rap, I don't want it. <laughs> I do not want it. I'd rather be. A hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? And it's like what I was thinking to myself is like, you know, the voices that's not heard. Like, I mean, I would like to get your perspective on this. You know, you being Mike Ford, like, you know what I'm saying? He, I just go by my name, Blaze Davis. And I'm just like, you know, in the city. You know, we have the open venues. We have the open mic. So, I mean, like, I, wait. So, I have to ask you this question. You're not performing right now or anything, right? Uh, not at the moment. You know, you're I'm, just working on music. Yeah, basically. Just okay. Because so, I know. Yeah, just sound. Bro, I listen. I talk to a whole bunch of people. They be like, oh, I'm trying to find my sound. I'm like, oh, I'm trying to find my sound too. Even be on doing producing music. You feel what I'm saying? So I understand 110. percent what I what I just wanted to get the perspective of is like you know, what do you like? Are you the type of artist? Because I know I think like this. I, I think like you know when I put in titles, I want you to think on like why I made that beat and why does it sound like that? Or when I make a song, why did I make that song? And I think us as artists, we get into our emotions when we make music. Like, are you that type of artist to do that? Well, as far as as far as my content goes, I'm definitely a person who writes from his emotions, his experience, mm-hmm. and things like that. Like nothing that you'll hear me say is is anything. Excuse me, anything that you hear me say is nothing that I've haven't been through. So if you hear me talking about some like some some semi gangster shit, it's because I've been through that experience. You know, right. like I I have I have the leg to stand up on this story that I'm talking about. You can back up. Yeah. Exactly, but nine out of ten, I try to stay stay away from that unless I'm trying to give a a, a a lesson with it. But I'm the type of person where if if somebody sends me a beat that's already pre-titled and they and they have their concept of what they want to rap or, or what they want to hear on it, I'm the type of person where I can see that title and automatically put myself in emotion in the, mm-hmm. in, the, in an emotion where it's like, okay, how would I feel if this thought you know of the title came across my mind? Like, I, like that's that's just the best way I could explain it. Like, I'm the type of person where I could just put myself in the emotion, whether or not. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm I'm to get, get out of you. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I mean, I'm not saying like, yo, like, 
if I produce a beat and then give it to artists, like, yo, this is my title, so go with it. Like, nah, but I, you know, I'm just saying, like, if I put out something, usually I'm just like, I like to have titles lure you in. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has a don't. I'm always, I'm always want to hear stories about like how artists think, like when you get into the mood, when you do music, you know what I'm saying? Because it's just fascinating to me. You know what I'm saying? Because art is always what comes out the mind. You feel what I'm saying? Like, mo- like, like, I just, I just, I just finished writing a, um, a song a couple of days ago that literally just came to me. Like, it, like, I don't even know how it came to me. I was, I just heard the beat, and mm-hmm. as soon as I heard the beat, a line popped into my head. And then once the line popped into my head, next thing you know, I got a full sixteen in the hook. Ah, you just, built on that, yeah. It, it just, it just comes like it, it's literally not something that you can plan for. You have to really put yourself in an emotion where, yeah, like I, I'm gonna write tonight. I don't, I don't know what I'm gonna write about. When I'm, I'm well, writing tonight, and, I'm gonna get. That's, yeah, that's what a lot of these, a lot of these rappers are missing nowadays. Now it's just go in the studio, put on the beat, and I'm gonna say whatever the hell I want. It's yeah, and you know what? You know what I think also too. When you write about that, but you know what I think? The thought is, oh, let me re- the repetition works in this 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 rap industry for some odd reason because I don't think. Let me say it like this. I think because, you know, of course, you have the dumbass kids that's strapped up on lean weed or whatever. But I think what works, it, what not what works, but what I see in this industry a lot is repetition. So it's not even like niggas make hooks. They be like, yeah, I'm fucking your bitch. And yeah, suck it my dick. And then it's like, you know, getting money, getting money. Yeah, I'm strapped up, getting money. Like the cadence, they do it, right? But it's the repetition. But then it, what pisses me off, the repetition correlates with the content. So then you just sitting there and you're like, well, you saying the same shit the next rapper just said when I just sat there and heard what he just said on a song. So what are you offering when you say that? It's the same thing to me. Bro, bro, if, you really me- listen, if you really listen to, listen, do, do this one day. Just randomly sit down, listen to five trap songs. I mm-hmm. guarantee you, there's, you're going to hear the same lines in every song that the just like you said that the last person said and it's not even going to variate it's not going they're not going to switch up words no, no. they're going to literally say the same, same line thing. and it's just like so it it oh every time i hear it i always go back to um 8 mile when he was battling um uh what's it, the second dude lotto when he he was like pay attention you're saying the same shit that he said yeah you know, every time i hear it, the oh I, I always go back to that line I'm like, yo, pay attention, stupid. You say the same shit that he said. <laughs> and, I, and I just be like, bro, y'all don't, y'all don't hear yourselves. Y'all don't. Y'all not. It, ugh, bro, you have no idea. And, and you know, before and like again, like I said, you was you're absolutely right about that. But you, I think you might notice, like I do, um, even with the trap songs that come out, they have this like weird ass baseline that sounds the same as such solid baseline. I think I'm the only, not the only one, but I think I'm one of the few people that notices that because sometimes the trap songs sound the same, but they have some bass line that sounds the same with it as well. Definitely. See, I've, I've never noticed the bass line, and now that you brought it up, I guarantee I'm probably going to not be able to unhear it. So yeah. every time I listen to uh, like a somewhat of a trap song, I'm going to hear like, yo, yo, he's right. They do always all have the same it's, bass line. It's that bass line. And I just, I know I don't be wilding. I'm like, it's some type of bass line they use that's usually the same. So to give you an example, Juice World 999, his song, um, see, whatever that Lucid Dreams joint. Yeah. Which is yeah. not even him rapping, he's singing. So it's like that emo, like, 
R&B slash what they call rap shit or just trap, like emo trap. But that that would be a perfect example when you hear the song, that bass line that's in it. It sounds the same to other ones that I heard. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm coming off of when I hear it. You feel me? See, see I think I think for our because we we perfected certain crafts, we hit we listen and hear for different things. Right. Like because you perfect you perfected the um, production craft, mm-hmm. when you hear beats, you hear beats different than I would hear. You hear uh, beats yeah, for, yeah, yeah, for yeah. like like the technical portions of it. Right. I hear I listen to lyrics and I listen to technical portions of the lyrics. Like, all right, I can tell like I can listen to a rapper and automatically tell whether or not he how well how quick he wrote that verse. Ah, I can tell if it's a if nice. he literally just went in there and, and, and just wrote down whatever he felt like it and, and Banks said I was done and that's just what I was doing. Or if he really sat and was like, you know what, now nah, I'm gonna change this. I'm gonna change this. I'm gonna change this. J. Cole is one of the artists who I can tell literally goes in there and does piece by piece by piece by piece. He doesn't he doesn't sit there and have a whole collective of song written out and how he he literally probably goes in there and says, I right, I'm gonna write this verse right now and then right. I'm gonna lay this down. Because I don't know if this is gonna be the be the verse that makes it. I'm just gonna right. write it, lay it down, and then however I feel about it later is is how I go about it. I might change it or I leave it. That's artistry. When you right. when you're not content with what you say. Artistry is 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 being able to not only take criticism, but be able to criticize yourself and not feel like you're you're or you're too good to learn more. That's why I when if if people tell me like yo, I don't think you're good, or I feel like you could have came harder with certain things, I don't take it to heart. I'll be like, all right, cool. What what specific spot do you feel I should have came harder in? So I can know when it comes to this certain part, work a little harder. Do I do I have do I have weak second verses? Okay, maybe I need to work harder when I write my second verses. That's all that does, and and I feel like a lot of people today, a lot of rappers today, don't know how to take it, um, constructive criticism. No, they don't. And instead, they'll curse you out and be like, nobody gives a fuck what you think. Ah, and instead, make money. Da, 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 and they always want to bring it back to money. Like, You're still getting bitches. You not nigga. It's it's crazy, but you know it's ironic if you say that too. I know you did a project with Quiz, right? Yeah, that's that's my um, that's my my Ace Boone. You feel me? That's my ah, okay, cool. Cause I definitely heard a track you guys put up on SoundCloud, and I was just like, "Oh, this shit go hard." And I was like, for some odd reason, in the beginning of the song, I just started freestyling to it. I was like, "Yo, this me is type hard." So I was just like, "Cause I can tell you what what, what process went into that." Wow. Um. Let me let me see now. Cause I remember. Cause it's only I feel like we only have. Two, have you seen it on my page? Mm-hmm. It's probably only two songs. It so can you be, can you, it can can you be um I just wanna or or uh peace. it was called peace. Peace, all right, yeah, peace. That's the other one. Yeah. You uh, it was peace that I was listening to from you guys, and I was just like, Oh yeah, I, I rocks with this. You know what I'm yeah, saying? See, what, what went into that? Like honestly, this is how a lot of our songs come about. We're getting high. A beat is playing, and I'm the one who who's the first person to be like, I got an idea. Like he even he'll tell you, he'll tell you I nine out of ten come up with the hooks, come up with the hooks for most of our songs, and he's okay with that because he understands I'm the songwriter. I like I always I tell people to this day, Quiz is the better rapper, hands down. You would never hear me say I'm better than him, none of that. I would tell you, I would say to I'm blowing my face, he's the better rapper, but when it comes to songwriting. I don't think he can hold a candle to me because I can write a song in a heartbeat. And with but Pete, that's the prolific 
you know, that's the prolific team of you guys because you know which one which one excels. That's and that's what works with artistry. Even when you're doing a collabo, and I know you know this, but you know to elaborate. But like you know, that's what works in artistry when it's a collabo. Who 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 going? It's not even like when you out. I like the friendly competition and things. First of all, like that that's cool. Like yo, I'm gonna rap this verse, but you know I got this verse on lock, and you gonna have this verse. But I think that's great what you guys do because. You know, it's songwriting. You got it. And then, you know, with bars, bars, like, you know, quiz is going to hit. Yeah, and it and, need to be heard. And that's why anytime I need, if, I, if I'm if i writing a song for my solo joints and I mm-hmm. need and I need a verse to, and I don't either don't feel like writing the third verse or I need a verse, I always go straight to him because I know I don't have to hold his hand in it. I know right. that if, if I say, yo, write, write on this beat from this time to this time, I know when I when I hear that verse, that is going to make me want to go back and rewrite some of the stuff that I had, and and that's what and that's what I need. That's what fit, you should always need. As if even if you're in a group or not, you should always have somebody with you that's going to make you be like, nah, let me step this up a little bit because I know he came with some shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely saying that. And that and that's how that's how things work. Like the way peace came about, like I said, he was getting high, he was chilling, and uh, that beat came on, and next thing you know, I was just in my head like. You know, heard it. We heard the um the Martin Luther King clip. No, I'm bugging that. We put that on. Um, but yeah, you know, it just came on, and next thing you know, I'm just in my head like, all I want is peace. Yeah, all I want is peace. And then everything formulated after that. Okay. And that's how a lot of my our songs and my songs really come about. I just I play around with something, and then it's just it, it formulates from there. Whatever comes from that comes from that. I dig that, bro. I definitely do. Big, big. I I dig that. So I mean, um, I mean, I, yo, you hit great convo tonight. You hit it, bro. And I just want to leave out with this. So I mean, besides, I, mean, I know you're still doing the artistry. So I mean, I know you're still working on the music. You finding your craft. Do you feel like you might have a project this year that you're working on? Like, do you feel like you still like might you still team up with Quiz, or do you feel like you might have a project project out later this year you're working on? Like, you know what I'm saying? I know you're doing a podcast still, but um, you know, do you feel like even music wise, do you feel like you might have a project you want to come out with this year that you that you formulated and you feel like you got a lot of time to do it? Don't spoil us with the name. I no, want no, you to no, take no, time. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um. There's, def- there's definitely going to be a project coming this year. There's, there's, that's not a question about it. And even might it might be two projects because I have so much written and so much ready to go that I'm working on a, a, a hip hop project and an R and B project simultaneously. Would so, you put it as a series? Not to interrupt. Would you put it as like a series? Like it would be the same name for something, and then it's just like this is a part one, part two. I I I played with that idea. But I, if I do, I'm start. I'm gonna start over because I have an EP out on my SoundCloud called 1992. And yeah, I, I heard wanted that. to. I kind of wanted to, you know, keep going with the 1992 yeah. uh, series. But then uh, the game came out with a, a album called 1992, and it kind of just shut down uh, the whole the whole theory. I didn't want to seem like I was following. <laughs> yeah, you feel me? I didn't want to feel like I was following. You know, and everything, but that you know, that's my birth year. So I feel like there's nothing really in the year you was born. Yeah, yeah, facts, bro. Like I understand. God rep for the '92s, kid. Yeah, yeah. But definitely. There's definitely a project coming out this year. It might be, and it might be too, depending on how how much studio time I can get and how much time I have during the summer to record. 
Oh, okay. I mean, well, I mean, obviously, I hope for that because, you know, we all work. So, you know, I understand completely. But yeah, I mean, bro, definitely I'm going to look out for the project. I did listen to the 1992 EP, so I already know what you're coming with. I'm still trying trying to rap on one of your beats, man. I've been been asking. I know. Listen, bro, I'll be honest. Like, I'm still, I'm I'm taking my time because it's like, you know, like, I'm like, I've release like two beats just to put it out there because I'm like, I'm still developing. So, I mean, me and you both developing, but when the time comes, I'm, you know, definitely, I mean, you was already on my mind for beats, bro. So I I don't need to lie about nothing. I already knew you was like, yo, Mike, I got you. Mike Ford, I got you. When the time comes along, so you feel what I'm saying? And of course, I'm going to just try to see how you how you rap. You know what I'm saying? Like what beats is you flow on? You feel what I'm saying? Because I know how I am. That's, a fact. that's why I said I'm, I, I feel like I found my sound, uh-huh. but it's also one of those things where it's like, now let me let me lay it down so that way I can hear it in its totality. Like, I yeah, this is definitely me. This is exactly how I I want to rap. This how I want my music to sound. Okay, cool. So I mean, yeah, I'll be on the lookout for it. You know, I don't, I can't give you no time when, but I was just like, when the time comes to it, and I'm like, yo, I'm gonna start working, working. Like as terms of like other artists, because I I mean I got a couple of project ideas out in mind right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I put it on my vision board and everything. So I'm like, yo, I got some. But um, yeah, bro, you already know. Like I I mean, keep going with the artistry, the podcast, and everything, bro. You already know, bro. We going we going to support. And I'm plus me in general. I'm like I'm supporting New York artists all the way, hyping y'all up. So y'all just gotta give me. I'm giving y'all the ball. Like you gotta make that three pointer. You gotta make that shot. You feel me? I'm, I'm clutch. I'm clutch. Clutch, bro. <laughs> so you already clutch. know. So um, yeah. Once you, you know what I'm saying. You know, keep up with the podcast. Keep up with the music. But you know, definitely agree that um, you know, we out here working. So at the end of the day, as independent artists, both you and I and more people, like we got something to share. We got some real shit that we want to dig into. You feel what I'm saying? And we want another thing we gotta do. We gotta stick together. Everything can't be monetary, you know. We can't just, oh, you're not paying me. I right, well, I can't work. You gotta, you just gotta start sticking together. Teamwork. I agree. Teamwork, man. I agree, and that's what I, that's what I believe in wholeheartedly. Now, if it was somebody randomly, like not from New York, oh, yeah, if it was some rando nigga, like I understand. Get your money. I get a couple of those. They be like, yo, like yo, yo, you produce beats. I'm like, yeah, I'm charging your ass, nigga. Like, what yeah, you mean? Like, like, I can't. Rando, yeah, you gotta. You feel me? I feel you. Yeah, if you're a rando, get your money. But, you know, yeah, yeah, your A1 dudes, dudes that been around. Yeah, was, yeah, dudes that you know, know. Like, you be like, yo, I got you. I'm going to give you a beat on the side. Exactly. Because, you know, because I've always been the type of dude that's like, yo, if somebody, if somebody, any any type of producer, anybody gave me the chance to be like, yo, I'm going to work with you exclusively, I mm-hmm. promise I'm going to make them rich. Okay. And, and, I, and I held that into the, to the near days of my heart. I'm going to make them rich. Word, man. <laughs> Word. So, you know, yo, thanks for being my guest on the podcast, bro. I really Anytime, appreciate bro. it. Anytime. Before we get off, let us know, um, you know, where we can find, where, where I can find your SoundCloud and what's your um podcast name. Because I might even dip into some episodes you did after this. So, you know, just let us know, like, you know, you know what you about, you know, SoundCloud or whatever, whatever I could follow you on social media and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, SoundCloud, you can find me at SoundCloud.com forward slash m morgan underscore 31 m m o r g a n underscore 31 that's my soundcloud uh my my twitter is king trilly underscore underscore that's two underscores 
Mm-hmm. My my um Instagram is Trilly Wonka underscore one underscore. There's a lot of underscores in here. Uh <laughs> and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Facebook, Mike Ford, if you if you want to look me up, Facebook, Mike Ford or whatever. I'm pretty sure I'll be tagged in the post when this comes out. Yeah. Uh so if you just look me up on there and yeah, that's pretty much where you can find me at, man. I'm I'm all over. <laughs> all right, cool. We moving. All right. Thanks, brother. Thanks for being on the I podcast. It. I appreciate it, man. Next time. Anytime you need me on here, bro. No problem. Same vice versa on your joint. Feel me? Right. Look out for the Funny But Facts podcast. You know, episode should be coming out soon, shortly. When when do you think you're going to, what day do you think you want to come out with it? Uh, I'll probably, I'll, I'll probably get really seriously back on it and put out something next week. Definitely, All right, cool. Like, so definitely next week. Definitely gonna look out for that, brother. Thanks so much, though. You know what I'm saying? Peace and air grease, all right? All right. All right. Love, brother. One, peace. Peace.